So a lot of Nisim's work from the inserto, in fact, the great majority of it, is old ideas drawn from the classics. So as I've said many times, Nisim's brilliance is in the way that he's repopularized these old ideas with his own language and his own padding. And this is very evident for me when I was reading Anti-Fragility. I was like, oh, there we go. I've heard this story before. I've heard these themes before. And it goes back to a classic story in Norse mythology, and that's the story of Balder, the son of Odin. So he was the most beautiful and favorable of all the gods, Balder, who was one of the sons of Odin. The other son is, of course, Thor and Loki. And Odin was fearful of his beloved son's death because, like the story of Buddha, this was the perfect person and uh, his father wanted to create a world for him where he would never, ever struggle and there was no risks that would ever befall him. He wanted to make it a perfect world for his son. Obviously, the irony being that without struggle, it's very far from perfection. However, um, what Odin did, and this is quite a funny little anecdote, the way what he did was he made a deal with each individual thing in the cosmos, in the Norse mythology cosmos, to not hurt Boulder. So what Odin went around, he went around to all the, he went around to everything. He went around to the trees and said, hey, please don't hurt Boulder. Uh, he went around to the water, please don't hurt Boulder. The fire, please don't hurt Boulder. The steel, please don't hurt Boulder. Quite literally every single living thing in the cosmos. Okay. And then once he'd done this for their entertainment, because the, the Norse gods, you know, they're rambunctious fuckers. They're, <laughs> they're probably boozed as hell and they just want to see like a little bit of violence. So what they would do is they would just try and kill Boulder for fun because he's an invincible person at this stage because Odin's made a deal with everything in the cosmos to not be able to hurt Boulder. So they would, you know, th uh, shoot arrows at him, strike him with swords. They would throw him off cliffs. They would burn him. They would try drown him. They would basically just test the limits of his robustness but the reality was is that he's perfectly robust nothing can hurt him and what it took was the constant source of disorder without norse mythology stories loki to come in and just prove how fragile boulder truly was because at this stage boulder thinks he's invincible he thinks he's perfectly robust now what's a key to anti-fragility you must improve from disorder if you're just robust like that's all well and good but someone who's anti-fragile will beat you in the long term. Because if you're anti-fragile, you can continually improve your disorder, your threshold disorder. And so Boulder thinks he's totally invincible and Loki doesn't like this. And so what he does is he tricks another god into firing an arrow tipped with mistletoe at Boulder. And what Odin overlooked when he was making a deal with everything in the cosmos was mistletoe because he thought well mistletoe is completely harmless how could mistletoe ever hurt anybody i don't need to talk to mistletoe because it's impossible that mistletoe would ever be able to kill my invincible beautiful son boulder and loki knew this because he's extremely cunning and then what he did is he convinced the god to fire this arrow tipped with a mistletoe at boulder and the second the arrow hit Boulder, he was dead, proving just how fragile Boulder was. He might have been invincible to fire, to water, to everything, but he was totally fragile to the weakest thing in the cosmos, proving just how fragile Boulder truly was. He wasn't actually invincible at all, because mistletoe could kill him. Anti-fragility gains from disorder. What would have been better for Boulder 
is if Odin had just let Balder live the life of a regular Norse god. Because having the juice of Odin within him and the guidance of Odin and a brother like Thor, uh, Balder would have fought some pretty intense wars and just become this exceptional soldier. He didn't need Odin to cure the cosmos of any harm for him. And in fact, by curing the cosmos of harm for Balder, Balder never got a chance to improve. He was never stressed. He was never tested. So that's a great story of anti-fragility found in Norse mythology. Um, something else that I thought of as well was what made the Vikings so fierce in battle? Well, the Vikings were around in 500s. So almost 1,500 years later now, we still remember the Vikings as this, as this hyper-violent, masculine group of raiders. Why does their legacy live on so much? Well, it's because they truly just were extremely fierce fighters. But what made them more fierce than any other fighters? Because it's not like they were, I mean, maybe they were genetically a little bit bigger and tougher, but that's not enough to earn this sort of um, place in history. What made the Vikings so fierce in battle was that they became anti-fragile when they went into war. And why, why was that? Because they were fighting for a seat in Valhalla. Okay, the the notion of an honorable death, similar to the Bushido and the samurai, the notion of an honorable death made them fight better, made them fight harder, made them train harder, made it more glorious to die in battle. A Viking would rather do one against a thousand than five against a hundred. They wanted the difficulty. They wanted the gloriousness of a, of a death in battle. Um, and so that made them more anti-fragile. The disorder made them improve. And, and so for this, it left them a legacy for being some of the most fierce warriors in history. The worse their odds, the more heroic they would perform. The notion of dying gloriously in battle made them anti-fragile. And so I'm sure if you look across different mythologies, you're going to find these uh, concepts all the time. This is just a really cool one that I wanted to uh, speak about because I think it's very cool. Nassim, if you're listening or if any of you know Nassim, this is, uh, this is me auditioning. I want to read the Anti-Fragile book. Okay, on Audible at the moment, it's only in Italian. Nassim, take a risk, put an Australian accent, add some Australian flavor to the inserto. I would relish the opportunity to read this book. And to everyone, thanks so much for listening. If you're interested in anything else that I'm doing, you will find it in the, in the show notes and pump your juice into the algorithm. Five stars and comments. Um, see you later. Bye.